0: Welcome to The Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Happy belated New Year. Happy belated Christmas. Sorry we've been gone so long, but it is 2020, and we are excited to be back. I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Big Dog. Big Dog, how are you doing?
1: Happy New Year. I'm doing great.
0: Oh, happy gosh dang New Year to you as well, Big Dog. We also have a special studio guest today, Stephen Facer. Steve, pleasure to have you here with us. Um, today we got a fun show planned for you. Um, we're going to talk about NFL year in review, really, and then we're going to go through some of our like regular season award picks, some playoff futures, wild card round pre- preview, and then at the end we'll talk a little college football playoff for you. Um, again, this is the Pineapple Couch with B Rob. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, and yeah, let's get into the show today. So um, we're going to go through this year's NFL season, <clears throat> excuse me, with a few categories. So, like, stuff like biggest surprise of the year, biggest disappointment, franchises that are at crossroads of somewhat where they might need to make a big change or they might not just need to tweak a little things because there's going to be a lot of teams in that category that are very different, but both have big decisions to make. Um, And then we're going to talk about our picks for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, and then a little fun thing we'll do is our favorite story or person of the year in the NFL this season. Um, it could be a player. It could be a coach. It could be just something that happened. It could be really anything. Excited to talk about that. And then after that, I'm going to ask Big Dog a few questions and see what he thinks heading into next year. All right, enough of me jibber-jabbering. Let's get into it, Big Dog. The biggest surprise of the year. I have two. You start us off.
1: I have one. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, I love that. Didn't think of that. Seven and three since he took over the starting job. He's actually good. The Dolphins, which is Stephen Facer's <laughs> beloved team. Oh, uh, we just take a shot. Out. We
0: have our first studio guest, and the first thing Andrew says Ryan is a fucking shot. Tannehill.
1: Uh, but here in the contract, and the Titans actually look pretty good. Never want to say this in January, but the Patriots be ready, and they will be mm-hmm. ready. I think since
0: week six or seven, Ryan Tannehill has statistically been the best quarterback in the NFL. Obviously, when you have you add in Lamar Jackson with his rushing, um, and he takes the cake, but from since like week seven or something, it's been Ryan Tannehill. It sounds like they're going to give him a big extension, which is cool. Um, for me, I had two biggest surprises of the year. The first one would be the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone expected to see something quite like this. I think... We we all thought Kyle Shanahan was a good coach. I think we all knew that. And we liked George Kittle. I think Jimmy G was really up in the air before this year. But the biggest game changer for them has been their control of the line on both sides of the ball. Their running game, they run downhill better than any team I've seen this year, maybe in the last few years. They there's all they're great at blocking, their wide receivers block. You got they're pulling their tackles and they're moving into the down into the downfield mm-hmm. fast. You have George Kittle. Their rushing attack was not there last year. I guess it kind of was, but they just, you couldn't take them seriously seriously last year without Jimmy G. And then on defense, the addition of Nick Bosa, you got guys like Fred Warner playing linebacker, Richard Sherman really leading that defense at cornerback. A big surprise for
1: me. And like people like most are random running backs. I mean, they're just running back by committee.
0: They're going Coleman, Breda, and Mostert in any given week this season. Lately, it seems like it's been, or more often the time, it's been Mostert. But Breda had a couple games there from, like, week two to week four where he was, he looked like the next coming of, like, a Kareem Mm Hunt-type young running back in the good ways. Um, Next... (laughs) Uh, My second biggest surprise of the year, this is something we've talked a lot about on this podcast. I've gotten a lot of shit for it, is Lamar Jackson. And he has been incredible this year. And what I'm basing it off of is the last time we saw him last season when he played the Chargers in the playoffs. I believe he had three completions through three quarters, something like six, five, six. It was so bad. And that dude put in the work this offseason, came in, and they started their schedule against a few easy teams, so he didn't know if he could take it seriously. He's the real deal. Excited to see what he does in the playoffs. And I'm excited to see what he does going down the line because he broke a bunch of Mike Vick records. And I just hope—I want to see it keep going. Not rooting against the guy at all. Right. I just—we'll see how his game sort of evolves. Because maybe you see the cha- the progression he makes this season from season to season in passing it could happen again next season. So I'm excited to see him in the playoffs and some big time games against some of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, let's go into biggest disappointment. Um, how about you start that off for us? Big
1: dog. Got the Los Angeles Rams. Biggest disappointment this year. One Jared Goff. Is he the Jared Goff when they originally drafted and they benched him for a year or two and it took a really long time. Or is he going to be the Jared Goff last year where he throws 40 something touchdowns? Um, they don't have a first-round pick for a really long time because they made another trade for Jalen Ramsey, and they forfeited, I think, believe, till 2022.
0: Yeah, and they went all-in last year with the uh, Kung Su, and they also made some trades.
1: They did. They Didn't got they like, Fowler Jr. or something, too. Or Wasn't anything.
0: Peters on the Chiefs? Marcus Peters yeah, they traded one. for that. So they don't have a lot of draft capital. So that's... And
1: then I think it's official with a year. We still don't know if Todd Gurley can run 20 to 25 times a game. Yeah. And that seems like that was the formula last year for success for the Rams. Yeah, it
0: was that it combined with the play action which He's totally money, opened though. up things for Goff. Um yeah, the Rams are facing a like a real I guess crossroads to say like cuz you have so much money tied up on your offense between guys like Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, Right. Robert Woods who I love. Cooper Cup,
1: and then who I love. Donald. I don't think expensive. Brandon Cooks. Yeah,
0: I mean he's worth it though. He's Aaron Donald it. is a freaking beast.
1: And then, but they already have Gurley locked Yeah, so it's I, cool. I
0: think where they faulted were the the Gurley contract and maybe the Brandon Cooks contract. I don't know if I can blame them for the golf contract.
1: It's because the co- well, Jameis Winston's expected to make thirty million the Goff, this year. Goff took him to the Super it's just Bowl last year, I think. And it happens in baseball. Happens in every sport. Where Quart- it's There's certain positions get. that
0: they get overpaid. um... I like Jared Goff. I, I thought um, the Rams were fun with him last year. I thought he showed signs of being a good quarterback who can make good decisions. He can make big-time throws. But a lot of that regressed this season. So I, I'm with you. That was a huge disappointment for, appointment for me. I got a few for you. One was the Rams. Um, the other team in L.A., the Los Angeles Chargers, formerly from San Diego. A very disappointing year. After going 12-4 and four last year, they finished 5-11. and 11. Um, a lot of questions going into the future about Phillip Rivers. Uh, from recent comments I've heard from players like Keenan Allen and even the GM, it seems like there's a good chance he comes back. I would put it right now at 50-50. I still think there's a very high chance that the Chargers use their first round pick to draft a quarterback, though. And maybe Phil grooms him for a year or half year. I hope Phil gets another full year, obviously. But um, Phil wasn't the only problem with his Charger team. I think injuries completely destroyed it before the the season the holdout from Melvin gordon uh your are your best defensive player one of the two derwin james who completely changes how you play because he can tackle like a run like a linebacker and run like a cornerback so you can play him at all sides of the field and you lose him before the season starts and they just they didn't have it this year and so that was a huge disappointment for me. I really don't even want to talk about it anymore. And then I have two more for you. The Bears were a big disappointment because their defense they their defense finished fourth overall. Their defense was still good. And Trubisky's another guy who I never, like, listen, I don't think, I never thought Mitch Trubisky was good. I didn't think he was this bad. I thought he could be your, I can't, I can't think of a good comparison, but I thought he could be your guy who kind of game manages, runs the, pass interference but he was just laughably black, bad so much this mm-hmm. year and when you have that good of a defense
1: i mean come on you gotta score some more Do points think, they're bringing him back i that's yeah i saw that Do you think if they had james winston they'd it, be but, way better and i yes. think the answer is yes i
0: think that'd be so cool james winston i think they won the 12 Bears. games with him honestly yeah but they'd like lose maybe one more because Jameis, like, throws 30 See, interceptions. but I did that. So the Buccaneers, <laughs> the club.
1: they scored about 450 points as a team offensively and defense gave around 460. The Bears only gave up 280 points on defense. So those seven pick sixes that he had, I will take a chance at that. For 35 right. points, 49 points, whatever it is.
0: Jameis to Chicago. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> uh, And then one last biggest disappointment for me was just the, the health of all the Eagles players. I really like Carson Wentz. I think Doug Peterson's a good coach. I mean, he's just, they're in the playoffs. He's out there throwing to people who were on the practice squad of different teams a couple weeks ago. Um, Deshaun Jackson was brought back to Philadelphia, supposed to have a big year for them. We only saw one or two weeks from him, I think. And Alshon Jeffrey's obviously been hurt all year. Um, or in and out of the lineup Aguilar, all year. Aguilar, I mean, he can't even catch a ball though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, you got Zachert, who's good, and then is it Goddard their second tight end? He's good. Could be. So I mean, maybe he isn't that good, but Carson Wentz is making him look good. Um, that was a disappointment for me because I thought the Eagles were going to be a good team this year because I really believe in Carson Wentz. So all those injuries just that just sucked. You can't control that. Um. All right. So let's go to the next category we have for you. It's franchises that are in a a crossroads so you don't have to quite burn it down maybe a few of these teams they might have to burn it down maybe some just need to make a few changes but there definitely needs to be a change made or something addressed because things did not go well this year i'm going to give you one start and then you'll go um i have the dallas cowboys here they obviously they have jason garrett um fired i think it's more than that though I think that they've signed their they like the Rams are about to commit a lot of money to Dak Prescott and Mari Cooper has he gotten paid yet? No. I, no. And they I, just paid Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. So, and Zeke same thing. same thing. Zeke's I think is better than Gurley, but who knows an injury, you could one injury and that changes with running backs. So, I think the Cowboys are in a really interesting situation because if they go out and say let's say they go 4 years 115 million for Dak Prescott. He's asking for more. He's asking for four years, 160, which is four 160. Yeah. Um. At the at that point, when you're the Cowboys, it's like unless this dude's Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, where that's gonna limit your options so much. And I think Dak Prescott is good. I do not think he is great. And so I think that is a big decision to make. I, if it, if it were me in charge, I would franchise tag him. I'd give him one year, see yeah. how it goes. Don't commit because you you just with the J, who's it Jalen Smith, Tyron Smith, their linebacker. Mm-hmm. They you, they just paid him. They paid Zeke. You're you're gonna be in a weird. I don't with Cooper. It's tough for me because Gallup started to look really good over the course of this season, and I think Cooper's good, but I also think he has he disappears sometimes, and I don't know if you want to have that on your payroll for so long. Like look at Brandon Cooks and um. Cooper are completely different players, but I think of it like they both kind of disappear sometimes. Right. Do you really want to have that much money invested in that? And so they have some big decisions to make because they also have that Leighton Van Der Esch guy that who was a rookie last year who he's gonna have to get paid. And you have to pay that guy. He's super good. So I think the Cowboys will be really interesting to see what they do. I would I would franchise tag him. I bet Jerry Jones will probably just pay it. I mean, that also, though, will probably Who they hire as a coach might factor into this.
1: Who are they going to hire as a coach? I mean, I've heard Urban Meyer.
0: Um, I would lean Urban Meyer right now. I don't. I because I don't really have that good of an idea because they took like three meetings this week to Mm -hmm. fire Jason Garrett, and they didn't even say they fired him. They're like trying to find a spot for him somewhere else. But like when they officially like they said instead of him getting fired, they said they officially parted ways and are letting his contract expire. So he's got like. Actually, he's like to like the 14th or something. So his contract's going to expire because Jerry Jones is like doesn't want to fire him. I guess he's a good guy, but that's just weird. Andrew, uh,
1: yeah, I guess Urban Meyer. That would be my guess. Uh, what do you got? I've got three teams with the first team. Well, I already had the Cowboys, but Browns. Oof. Yeah. Why I'm hitting the panic button on them because once again, they are resetting. They fired their head coach this week. They fired their general manager this week. You know who's coming back next year? Big Ben and the Steelers were actually okay this year. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, Jackson's gonna win MVP, and you know he's gonna be the number one pick of the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow.
0: It it's tough. I I it's with the Browns. It um, I obviously I believe in Baker Mayfield's talent, and um I've said that a lot on this podcast. Some things that were really concerning to me down the stretch was him like getting into it with fans and yelling back and forth. It's like I know those fans are pathetic pieces of shit who like. Why are you yelling at this guy? Like, just because you have like a fence in front of you, you know. But you got to just tune that stuff out, especially when you're not playing well. And he's been so outspoken his whole career, right? So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough because the one thing with Baker, where I think going into the season, nine out of ten people would say like, oh, he's talented. You want him for the future. And I still think more like five out of ten would say you keep You, you still believe in Baker, but it's tough when a new GM comes in who didn't draft you, and you're struggling. And they want to. And the Browns have sucked forever. And they're like, I want to do my vision of how I do things. And maybe they don't get along with Baker.
1: It, it's 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 weird. It's very weird. Um, Second team I have would be the Chicago Bears. And we already talked about how they're going to have. They confirmed Mitch is coming back, which was everyone's biggest question about this team because they know the defense is legit. And I think they should get Jameis Winston. Honestly. Why do you bring Trubisky back? I don't know because their offense was so hard to watch. They do like the play action screen for one yard, and I, I can't watch that. And they, they scored less than three hundred points this year.
0: That's terrible. Um, and yeah, the, there's really like I, I'm trying to think of something to say about the Bears like comeback. It's like Allen Robinson's good, but I also just thought like other than Trubisky being bad, I thought the play calling was really bad. And I think even if Trubisky's not playing well, the plays they were calling for him, it's like, it couldn't be more obvious that they don't believe in him. And so he's got to be sitting there like, man, they must think I I really suck. suck. And so it's a a give and take with that with a young quarterback who where, yeah, you don't want to give him too much. But you also don't want him to realize, man, they are doing everything they possibly can to make me not decide the outcome of this game and he, again I say this again he wasn't as bad last year so that's just where it's weird where it seems like the play calling kind of changed or maybe he started like he started off really bad the first two weeks and then they changed it but some you got to be more steadfast and committed to something when you're a team like the bears like when you the success you had you can't I just think Matt Nagy kind of panicked that's what I would guess it too um i have another one for you um The Jets. So the Jets, I thought they ended up getting seven wins. I think that there is a lot of questions to be asked about Adam Gase as a head coach. He is a very polarizing figure. Steven hates him. He's a former Miami Dolphins coach. The reason he got hired in Miami is because he was the offensive coordinator when Peyton Manning was in Denver. I mean, like, are we seriously acting like that guy taught Peyton Manning something? (laughs) Like, that... (laughs) I don't think he's that good of a coach, but I mean, the jury, I guess, like, I guess we'll find out maybe with another here with the Jets, but his claim to fame is literally like he was the offensive coordinator with Peyton Manning in Denver. What the fuck did he do? Peyton Manning is literally called the offensive coordinator. Like when the like Chris Collinsworth and like Al are talking, they're like, Yeah, and Peyton Manning is really like the offensive coordinator out there, Al. Hot and then Adam Gase is like, yeah, I was the he goes into it meeting, like, yeah, you know, I was telling Peyton Manning all what to do. It's like no, you weren't. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um Yeah, I think the Jets, though, it's like I just don't I don't like Adam Gase Even that much.
1: The, I get that, but you're like I like Darnold. I thought it was pretty impressive because they didn't have Darnold for seven, eight weeks, and they. they I just think my thing with
0: them is the culture. I guess that sounds stupid, but like you had like Jamal Adams constantly going and complaining about the team. You had the Jets trying to screw players out of medical payments and insurances this year. It's just not. It just doesn't seem. Maybe Sam Darnold is promising, yes, but Adam Gase isn't. I don't think.
1: Are you concerned about Le'Veon?
0: Yes. I am concerned about. I think about he down.
1: only averaged three point two this year, which is career low for him.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, what happens when you take a year off when you're like third the running back thing? I, I just, I'll say it again and again. It's just, it's so like sexy to want to have like Zeke or like a Todd Saquon Gurley Todd Gurley, and yeah. then you get down to it, it's like, man, that really sucks because you got like with the Chargers, like Melvin Gordon wants to get paid, and then Austin Eckler comes undrafted and is just way better. Than him. So, and then like with. Every year you got like you guys like last year you had Nick Chubb coming in this year, he's taking over. Kareem Hunt the year before. You have these guys who are coming in like the Samuels on the or wait, no, Sanders on the Eagles. He looks fantastic. He's a rookie. And the 49ers proved. So there you go.
1: There you go. That's um do you have anything else for this category? I'd say I guess the last team that I'd probably say burn it down is the Panthers because they just fired Rivera. I don't think they know what they're doing with Kyle Allen or Cam Newton. And yeah. they should trade Christian McCaffrey to a team that needs him.
0: Yeah, um, I agree with that. Do you think the Lions are going to f- fire Matt Patricia?
1: No, because I don't. I kind of like Matt Patricia. I don't. Know. I don't know why. I, I believe in beard it. and the pencil. Yeah, that. his and
0: his all his papers are like laminated. You and know I like that?
1: that? Yes, I've seen that. <laughs> he Organized has a pencil. Guy. <laughs> yeah, I
0: like it. Um, okay, let's go into some quick picks for our awards this year. Um, MVP. I think we both have the same one. It's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson
1: easily. Um,
0: Defensive player of the year. I had it narrowed down between two guys. And I think I'm going to go with Bobby Wagner in Seattle. He led the league in tackles. Um, Seattle's defense wasn't anything like wasn't as dominant as some of the others maybe. But I just think Bobby Wagner might like I thought about Luke Keekley as well for this. But Bobby Gag- Wagner might be the best linebacker in the NFL. He probably has been for the last five years. And he's a beast. He's leading the league in tackles. Seahawks are in the playoffs. I chose him over Shaq Barrett in uh, Tampa Bay who had 19 and a half sacks and was just an absolute monster. Um, Bobby Wagner, kind of also like a legacy award, if you will, for how good he's been in the past, rewarding it for him here because I don't have a clear-cut favorite. Maybe you're going to say someone who will make me feel stupid, but um, that was my rationale.
1: Well, I got from the Pittsburgh Steelers, edge rusher T.J. Watt. I like that. 14 and a half sacks, eight forced fumbles, and two picks this year. I like that for him. He me. was a
0: beast. He was great. Um, I think he definitely deserves to be in the conversation. I think other people, you could say, would be Gilmore and New England should mm-hmm. be in that conversation. I think another teammate of Watts on the Steelers, Mike Fitzpatrick, should be in that conversation. And I think, um, I haven't, I don't know if people have been saying this, but I, I don't think they have. I think Richard Sherman's being massively underrated for this.
1: For This year. He's doing really well this year. And absolutely. because
0: I think he is leading that defense. I, I don't think. It, we know. He's leading that defense. And they're one of the best defenses in the league. I do kind of like to reward that sometimes. But um, yeah, it's a tough word. There's a lot of great players this year. Aaron Donald didn't have a dominant of a year numbers-wise. But, I mean, you watch a Rams game. The dude is a freaking triple monster teamed who's team. triple-teamed every time and changes each play. Um, Coach of the year. I will start, I have Kyle Shanahan. Um, For me, I don't know who you have, but it it was a really easy decision for me to take Kyle Shanahan just because, like, I mean, look at the growth the Niners have had this year. Um, Look at the defense. Look at the run game he's installed. You you finally get to see what he can do when he has his quarterback for a full year. Um, The emergence of George Kittle, I mean, he was already great. How great he's been. And I think he's got that team, not only like playing super well. They're fired up. They are when they won the NFC West. They were like, "Hey, we're not done." And I so I'll go Kyle Shanahan. I really like what he's done this year.
1: He was my second choice. Only reason I went different is because I think I went Sean McDermott at the Bills. Ooh, because I really think like that. A little bit less talent than the Niners overall. I don't think we expected that much from the Bills, even though they had Josh. They're in the AFCs. They're not, that very, they're not very good. But I think Sean McDermott is the man.
0: I like that. I like that pick a lot. Um, I will say a uh, dark horse for me was um, even like, I think, okay, this is, my, I might like contradict myself in the same sense. I don't think the Packers are that good, but they went 13 and 3. I think Matt LaFleur deserves a lot of credit for that. Did yeah. They go 12 and 4?
1: 13 and 3? 12
0: 13. 4? Well, they're number two See, seats. That's somehow. my thing. They're and it's like I'm her. I I don't think they're that good. But he did it. Like, so I think he's gotta be in the conversation. For me though, I'm s i am yeah. I clearly think it's Shanahan, and I would probably take your McDermott over um who are just who, I just completely sp- LaFleur. Sorry. LaFleur. Um, thank you, Steven. See, that's why we have a studio audience, folks. Producer Steven. Um, all right. Next thing, this is kind of a fun category. Uh your favorite story, person, event of the year, like something that happened in this NFL season. Just a couple of them. Um, I'm gonna start it off. I think my favorite thing about this entire NFL football season was Gardner Minshew.
1: Oh yeah, that, that's that a good was one. awesome. The I t-shirt. love
0: that man. The bandana. I actually um ordered another Gardner Minshew shirt today. Oh, it's um <clears throat> it's him. And it's uh. And he has a red, white, and blue headband. And it just says, God bless Gardner Minshew. I love that man. Um, And I'll hit you with one more before you go to yours. Uh, George Kittle, his just like, everyone knew he was super good. But his emergence into kind of like the public eye of like just how entertaining that guy is, how cool he is. He's at all the WWE events trying to like wrestle. The Rocks always shouting him out. I just think um, George Kittle's had a huge year. And um, he's kind of filling the void of our dear friend, Rob Gronkowski.
1: He is. I had my three. Well, first, I just, I love when the Cowboys. I had a third. It
0: was Tannehill. But you um said that earlier, so I, I'll give that. That was a great one. Tannehill was my third.
1: First of all, I love when the Cowboys go 8-8 eight and, eight and miss the playoffs. It's my favorite thing for the Clapper. Two, hey, James wait, wait. Winston.
0: A, wait, 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 wait. Can we get a,
1: a couple claps for the Clapper?
0: May you rest in peace.
1: Eight and eight. Just put it on his grave. Eight and eight. Jameis Winston, 30 for 30. 30 picks, oh, 30 I touchdowns. That, I think of that, one. that, that was is so good. Everyone in the world enjoys that. There will be a 30 for 30 about this 30 for 30. And finally, I thought what well, was just interesting because this like really changed the NFL this year. Andrew Luck. Did not think of that. that is uh, Andrew Luck retired. Makes me sad. I love Andrew Luck. So do I. He was so fun Kinda to watch. Hope he I hope back. he comes
0: back. I have. We might talk about him in a couple of seconds because I have something to bring up. A little quick questions for you. Um, I just. What was the? Oh, the Jameis thing. One thing I wanted to add to that. Jameis's first pass as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer as rookie <laughs> year was a pick six. His last pass of the season this year in overtime was a walk off pick six. If he goes to another team, the the jury is out. I really don't know. I mean, he, see, he maybe could go to, like the Raiders. I've. God knows where, but that would be so awesome if he starts it with Small a pick speak. six, ends it with a pick six and completes the 30, 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Um, that was fun. I like that we did that. Let's uh, <clears throat> going to go and do a quick, like, I'm going to go a little rapid fire questions for you. Um, how you feel about these players in their current teams, their situations going into next year. All right. Derek Carr. Do you think he is the Las Vegas Raiders starting quarterback week one next year?
1: Yes, I do. I think he'll be the quarterback. He's under contract.
0: Do you think that it might be different in week seven next year?
1: No, I think they keep Derek Carr for the entire year next year. I don't think they get Jameis. I think they're committed. Gruden and Carr, that camp they had on ESPN a couple years ago, they're locked in together. That's so weird. Um...
0: (laughs) Jameis Winston
1: we've talked about him a little where if you
0: had to guess where do you think he's going
1: Chicago baby All I don't right. know Def- just let the man he could throw 10 pick sixes there and you'd still
0: yeah okay Um, Jacoby Brissett, how do you feel about him going forward in Indianapolis
1: he has turned me off the last like eight weeks he's terrible like, I-, I was rooting for the guy the Colts were good and they just fell completely off the past seven eight weeks maybe maybe Jameis goes to the Colts I don't know hmm
0: that that would be interesting. Um, I have oh another one. I have two more. Melvin Gordon.
1: He should not be a Charger next year. The Chargers, if they pay him, they they screw up everything. Yeah, because Joey Bosa last year. Things, but, oh, they will yeah. screw up everything if they re-sign and give him four sixty million. Do not do it.
0: Antonio Brown. Oh God. Do we see Antonio Brown in the NFL next season?
1: I think we see him. Or is he going to be at, like, the Grammys? Music award. Yeah, I was going to say. Where he's, gonna, he's got a music video coming out, and possibly where, by He literally Super Bowl.
0: just found the, the girl with the biggest butt he possibly could. Them. And then stands in front of him and holds a guitar wrong. And acts <laughs> like he's the one playing guitar. It's like, dude, we clearly see you're holding this guitar wrong. There was one where it's like, dude, there's one string on that guitar. It was, like, not even, like, like like tight. It was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Um do you think he's I think he's in the league probably. Somebody's, got Somebody's gotta do it. do it. Um who?
1: Who's the who's the team that takes that chance next year? Who's on the bubble? Do the uh, Packers uh, the, do it?
0: The Browns. <laughs> oh,
1: oh my god, the Browns are totally do it. <laughs> um I think
0: so what's gonna be the biggest key in all this is you would expect that throughout this offseason his legal troubles will be resolved, so we'll get some sort of verdict on whether he's innocent or guilty, thus deciding if the NFL will allow him to play. If he is innocent, there's a big if because who knows? I really have no idea. The guy's insane. There's been a lot of hearsay. I really don't know what to believe. We'll find out when it happens. If it, if he's like cleared, I can see like the Ravens going and getting him. If, if he's like innocent, and it's like he's just kind of crazy, I think teams will go after him.
1: Yeah, he's too good. It's the T.O. thing. You still pick T.O.
0: Yeah. Um, But that obviously, like, if there's even a little implication in this, I think he is done. I don't think he signs with the team. Um, A bonus one. I have two bonus ones because I'm enjoying doing this. Is Odell Beckham Jr. on the San Francisco 49ers next year?
1: No. Is he on the Browns? Yes. He stays with the Browns. Landry's his boy. He has to prove to the NFL. What do you
0: make of the things, though, of them saying, come get me, to other teams?
1: But I also heard other things, like, tweeting saying, like, that was kind of nonsense. Because, you know, like, I know he says, come get me, but I also heard, he, like, tweeted out saying that it was all hearsay as well.
0: Good. Um, And then lastly, this is a special one for you, Steven. Someone who I did not, I didn't have any idea coming into the year because I didn't know much. In the beginning, I was like, "Oh, this is not going to go well." You know who I feel really, really good about after this year? Brian Flores,
1: hundred percent. Dolphins. Are that team on hit the rock, rock That
0: team hit rock bottom. Players were asking to be traded. Not, like it literally like couldn't be a worse situation. They're trading away Minka Fitzpatrick. They're good players. Must have been very negative. And what you know what he did? He took that team. He turned it around. He inspired them when it did not matter for them to win. They were eliminated, and they played hard. And I believe in him.
1: And buying stock in the Dolphins.
0: I, I mean, the we'll find out um, on Monday whether or not Tua uh, is going to go into the NFL draft. From what I have been reading today, if he is there at the fifth pick, the Miami Dolphins will be taking Tua.
1: That's what I've been saying. And that's I hope he slips to the Chargers. Sorry, Brian.
0: <laughs> I just want to wait for Trevor Lawrence.
1: They don't want. They're not going to be the worst team next year. I know. We uh, Phil we'll gets us we'll no. Here's what happens. <laughs> Phil
0: wins us a Super Bowl next year. Oh yeah. Goes out on top as the greatest quarterback ever, and then um greatest. Hey, hear me out. Um, and then what we do? Phil retires. We all love him. It's great. And then they trade just to everything for Trevor Lawrence, and we just rebuild, and we have another like six. Feels like six four. We'll take Trevor Lawrence. He's six six. He looks like Jonah. Um, all right. That was my. I liked that. Um, that was my questions for you, Big Dog. Let's now take a look at the futures for the playoffs. Um, you and me can give out a couple picks. I guess of what we like and how we'll do that is we'll break down who we think is going to win the AFC, NFC, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, and Super Bowl final score. This is being done on January 3rd, people. Give me a break, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Eric. Um, <laughs> so, Andrew, as my AFC champion, I have the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 200. Who do you
1: have? I have the Chiefs beating the Ravens at the AFC championship this year. All right. My NFC champion.
0: I don't have an... I um, Uh, Yeah, I guess it would be Chiefs-Ravens because the Chiefs-Patriots play in the second round. Um, NFC champion, I have the San Francisco 49ers at plus 125.
1: Who are they beating in the NFC championship?
0: Who are they going to beat in the NFC championship? I believe they will beat the New Orleans
1: Saints. I have the Saints over the Niners. The Saints are going to the Super Bowl. Okay.
0: Um, The Super Bowl winner. I have three things listed for you. Um, I have The Chiefs are at plus 400. The 49ers are at plus 400. And for all my dogs out there, the Patriots are at plus 1100, baby. Um, that is not my pick, the Patriots, but I, you know I'm doing that. Um, my pick to win the Super Bowl is the San Francisco 49ers at plus 400. I think they'll be able to move the ball on the Chiefs. I think it will be a really close game. And can I do my MVP and score, too? And then you'll go? Yeah. Yeah. My MVP of the Super Bowl at plus 3,000, George Kittle. Super Bowl final score, 30-27, to San Francisco 49ers. And Bill Belichick will be sitting somewhere very pissed off that he traded Jimmy G. (laughs) And I think Jimmy G will have a good Super Bowl. My pick on George Kittle is obviously great odds. I think Jimmy G is... Third or fourth in odds, but I think Kittle might could go like for like two touchdowns. Like, I think the way his season's gone, he could have one of those moments in the Super Bowl and really couldn't imagine like a better guy for that to happen to. That'd be so cool. George Kittle gets like two touchdowns in the Super
1: Bowl and is like screaming with the trophy, What's that smell? (laughs) I can't do that. That was embarrassing.
0: But, um, (laughs) Andrew, what do you got?
1: So, Saints are winning the Super Bowl, bro. And you want to know why? It's to fill you because you love narratives, right?
0: Fuck your narrative,
1: Andrew. <laughs> your narrative, as soon as Phil leaves the Charger. Hey, he's coming back
0: next year and we're in the Super Bowl. I don't know what you're talking about. It's
1: only fitting that Drew Brees, the person he replaced, wins the Super Bowl this year. They're going to win 30-27, to and Drew Brees will win the Super Bowl MVP. I thought about it for a second. I was like, maybe Michael Thomas will do it because he'll have 39 catches. But it's going to be Drew Brees simply because Philip Rivers is leaving the Chargers this year.
0: Lies. I like the Saints pick, though. But fuck your narrative.
1: You love narratives.
0: Don't tell me which type of <laughs> narratives I like, big dog. This giving
1: you, this is, adds up how your pop culture here. Game of Thrones, The Warriors, Chargers suck. The Saints are going to Chance
0: win. the Rapper album really let me down.
1: Chance the Rapper, there you go.
0: Um, Anyway, you know who did not let me down? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Steven, you like Twin Peaks. He nodded, folks. We're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna baptize him in some Twin Peaks. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, talk about this weekend's game. We got the wild card round. The first game we have is the Bills at the Texans. The Texans play every freaking year on the Saturday morning game. It's every just year. every year. It's just like what's Bill the O'Brien game? special? Yeah. <laughs> um, the Texans are favored by three. The Bills money lines at plus 120. The over under is at 43 and a half. I love the Bills' money line here. I love the Stallion. I love Josh Allen. Um, From what I read this morning, again, this changes. It seems to change every, like, 12 hours with the Texans. It doesn't seem like Fuller is going to play from what I read last. Who knows? And that massively affects them. So I'm going to go with the Bills because I think their defense is really good. And the Texans have been so inconsistent. So I think the Bills, they're consistent. They're tough. I think it's a good matchup for them. And I like, the obviously, the dog.
1: Two stats for you. Bills, oh. 7-1-1 one and one against the spread last nine road games. Texans, 1-6 and six last seven as a home favorite. Love the Bills. Coach of the year. Take the Bills.
0: There we go. Um, let's go into our next game, the Saturday night game. We got two AFC games, actually, for the first time in a while. I don't know when the last time they did this was because you had two AFC games on Saturday, and then both the NFC games are on Sunday. They usually split them up. Um, we got Titans at Patriots. Tom Brady's potential final home game in Foxborough. Pats are favored by five. The Titans' money line is at plus 180. The over-under is at 44.5. I love the Pats minus five. I think that there are a lot of serious problems with the Pats. And that's why, I mean, I... Honestly, if they didn't lose to the Dolphins last week, I would have picked the Pats to win the Super Bowl today. Because they had the bye and all that. I would have done that. I know I would have done it. But... I mean, I've also already taken the Pats two times in the last four months to win the Super Bowl, so that sucks. Um, I think that uh, the, the Patriots, for them to lose, and this if this is the end, it's not going to be the Ryan Tannehill Titans. It's going to be P- to Patrick Mahomes, his maybe heir apparent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the Pats minus five here. I think that Derrick Henry actually presents a ton of problems to the Patriots' run defense, and the Titans are good. I mean... Tom Brady, he's old, but he's playing Ryan Tannehill, a first-time playoff QB. Pats minus five.
1: Patriots seven and two against the spread last nine playoff games. I I would only take the Titans if you throw them in a tease, And if you do a little Saturday tease with the Bills and the Titans to get plus eleven, I like that. Yeah,
0: I I like that as well because I don't think they blow them out. I could see it being like a, a seven it's to be 10 like 20 point to game.
1: seventeen, something like that. Um take the pats though they're not gonna lose in the first round
0: yep okay um let's go into our sunday games we have the vikings at the saints and i know the saints are really good this line just still kind of surprised me um saints are favored by eight points the vikings money line is at plus 320 over under 49 and a half um the eight scares me is dalvin cook out i assume they were i thought they were just resting him and he's gonna be back for the playoffs
1: Yeah, i think he'll be back i'm not um
0: the eight scares me um, but what I do love is the over in this game, the over 49 points. I think the Saints are just going to score. That's what they do. They score, and then you'll see the Vikings get a couple things here and there, but I do think the Saints will soundly beat them. I don't feel comfortable laying the eight points. I'm, uh, I'm going to tease that with the next game I'm going to talk about, but I do love the over of
1: 49.5 in this. Do you remember the Minnesota Miracle two years ago?
0: Oh, I bet Drew Brees does. This is
1: a revenge game, and they're they're at home. Eight a lot, but the Saints are going to roll them. I think. I don't think. Is Sean Payton is a good. maniac? Yeah, he is. Like he's kind of he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's insane. Like, do you think like he's
0: gonna like be like looking at like Stephon Diggs on the side? and on the side like licking his lips, like <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you for that. Like I, I, that dude is. I, he's a great coach insane like people think Belichick's crazy I just think he's kind of like just don't talk to me I think Sean Payton is insane yeah. like crazy person Um, yeah I agree I think the Saints will roll but just the 8 is tough for me um, and then our last game we have is the Seahawks at the Eagles Seahawks are favored by 2.5 Eagles money line at plus 115 over under 45 lord help me Eagles money line Bur- bang, bang, bird, bang. Oh, God. I don't like what I've seen from the Seahawks lately. Yeah, um, this is- it's. I. I. You can make the argument for the Seahawks. I totally get it. I'm an idiot for picking the Eagles without all their wide receivers. Carson Wentz, first playoff game. All he's ever heard is about how Nick Foles was this. Nick Foles was that. Let's see the Red Rocket, the real Red Rocket. <laughs> Carson Wentz. At home, a crazy, drunk, angry Philly crowd. I'm not. I'm not guaranteeing it. I like it though. I um. The Seahawks have been weird. I could see the Seahawks rolling them because the Seahawks did wait, wait, this wait. year.
1: You'll like this though, Brett. Ooh. Eagles ten and one against the spread last eleven playoff games. Fly Eagles, fly. Love everything you said. <laughs> Going the Seahawks, I'm t- they're just better. They don't have yeah, I agree. Josh McCown was warming up a couple weeks ago as a wide receiver.
0: Brian of Tar, <laughs> Brian
1: <Brienne> of Tar. Just <laughs> take Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's probably, probably the smart to thing to do.
0: That is the smart thing to Seahawks
1: do. Seahawks nine one straight up their last ten road games.
0: All right. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, oh, I want to say what I also like with this is if you tease the Vikings and the Saints, or the Saints and the Eagles, excuse me. So you get the Saints to minus two and the Eagles to plus eight and a half. I should probably do that with the Seahawks, but I just have this ingrained. I have this feeling, I'm hooked on a feeling, that the Eagles are going to win this game. Carson Wentz, the Red Rocket. Um, let's quickly before we end, uh, let's talk a little uh, college football playoff really quick. What we got? So LSU is favored by six and a half right now. Six and a half. And Clemson has not lost a game with Trevor Lawrence. Joe Burrow threw seven touchdowns in the first half against Oklahoma. And here's something I want to say. I love Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow should go number one. I think he's really, really good. Oklahoma had no business in being in the college football playoff. Absolutely none. So I don't think it's really fair... To be like oh trevor lawrence didn't play that well against ohio state and look joe burrow shredded an. uh like oklahoma sucked i think there was like i think oregon was better than oklahoma Mm -hmm. i think that wisconsin was better than oklahoma i think florida was better than oklahoma
1: and And this was ohio state's best team ever yeah i mean you know
0: what honestly like alabama is better than oklahoma yes i guarantee you if they play even
1: yeah. yeah so
0: um but still, that was incredible to watch. I mean, he was just carving them up. Um, and I love how the last, like, four weeks, you, people have been saying, like, you know Oklahoma's defense is actually a little underrated. It's been better. It's like, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not going to happen. Um, but, okay, so you got the LSU favored by six and a half here. Um, LSU's been rolling, but I love my dogs. I love my underdogs. I think I'm going to take Clemson line.
1: Taking Clemson, plus six and a half money, and whatever. The, the Clemsons are winning out. They're winning outright. Dabo Sweeney. Outright. Outright. Man, Dabo I Sweeney. And, and my good and
0: friend Trevor. Jonah is going to win his second national championship, flip his hair in the confetti. It'll be great. Trevor Lawrence, what guy?
1: And then Coach O and Joe Burrow. I love them. Everything's going great. See, that's my hesitation, though, is it, like... It's I going too almost, well, though. I won't, Yeah, but it's I almost want to well.
0: just take the points with Clemson and not the money line, because... I could see like Joe Burrow throwing a touchdown to win by two, and it just being the ultimate moment of him and uh, Coach O, like the Gatorade bath. Oh, like, I mean that would bring One more that, that might go Tagus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Scratch. Everything. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you, you almost had go me Tagus. with the go us. Go it's okay because um, Lawrence is a Tiger. They're both Tigers. Yeah, they're Tigers. Um, you can say it for both. The Bayou Bengals is what they call LSU. <laughs> um, yeah, I do like the points with Clemson. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to take the money. I'm, I, probably, eh, I probably will take the money line. But um, I like they the have points with Clemson. Years, yeah, I like the points with Clemson. I think that's a smart bet there. Um, I don't know what the over-under is. I assume it's like freaking like 70 or something, like 66. Like It's just absurd. Um, you guys have you have anything else before we wrap up today's show? Go Tigers! Go Tigers! Um, everyone enjoyed this weekend of football. We really enjoyed talking about it with you here on the Pineapple Couch. Um, we'll be back next week. We're also gonna start introducing a couple other, or not a couple other, like some different pods every week or every other week. We're going to have Jesse and me next Wednesday, I believe, talking about all sorts of stuff. And we'll have Alex back on because the NBA season is heating up. Um, yeah, this is the Pineapple Couch with B rob uh, Thank you for listening. Go Tagus!